aware, Fox and his friends are not doctors or experts. Do not take these opinions as the gospel. Although they are highly intelligent, sexy, and influential, please think for yourself. I want to thank the girls over at Socially Toxic Podcast for that little disclaimer. Thank you. The military-industrial complex doesn't care about us. We need to stop sending our children to war and dying for the bankers and elites. The medical-industrial complex does not care about us. They need us sick and weak so we can be patients for life. Stop taking their poison. The education system is merely an indoctrination program designed to supply the elites with obedient workers and turn over as much profit as possible at our expense. Let's turn off the television, put down the phone. Let's take our country back. Thanks for being one of us. You are listening to the Conspiracy Soldiers Podcast. Recording in progress. Everyone out there listening, this is a joint venture between Tinfoil Tales and Conspiracy Soldiers. So, hope you guys enjoy what we got going on today. Yeah, what's up? I call you Brandon. Yeah, I, I go by Brandon. Okay. So yours says Fox. So do you go by that? Yeah, that's my last name. My my yeah. uh, podcast is kind of military themed, so I just go by my last name. You know. Hmm. I actually just had an interview with someone two nights ago that was in the military, but he had encountered something when he was at uh, Fort Polk down in Louisiana. Ah, uh, I was down there. Is Was he infantry? Because... He was in the Army, so I'm assuming so, but they were doing some sort of training, and for 11 years he thought he encountered a 9-foot-tall demon, Whoa. but now he thinks it's a dog man. It's, uh, they're out in the woods, and all he could really see he thought was horn sticking on its head, but now he thinks of its actual ears pretty much face to face with I've heard crazy. I've heard some shit like that about Fort Polk man there it seems to be uh some weird stuff going on and that's down there that's down there in Louisiana you know in voodoo country mm-hmm. you know they have their uh their own little lifestyle and weird things down there for years they've had uh on the cryptid thing they've always had people say werewolves and they've called them rugers or something like that okay. but there's been all sorts of weird folk tales and swamp monsters and all sorts of things that i've been looking into so that's what this podcast is is more or less all the not so much just conspiracies but i dabble in paranormal monsters aliens all that shit okay yeah i mean i haven't done much with that kind of stuff but I mean, my my podcast is mostly about, like, government overreach and deception and stuff like that. But, I mean, we get into all kinds of stuff. Now, I've, uh, one of the first episodes we had kind of talked about certain government. I've had some issues here in the last couple of weeks about when I mentioned specific alphabet agencies. I start having a big brother listening. Yard. Oh, I know they're listening to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> At this point, I don't really care if they uh, are or not. They're listening to all of us, man. They wrote that. They wrote all that shit into the Patriot Act a long time ago. That's what I've had conversations with other people. Not so much on my podcast, but yeah. just in general, I was like twenty-something years ago now that uh, everything changed, and it all changed with nine eleven. Which anyone ever talked to me, they kind of know how I feel about that too. <laughs> yeah, I think most of us understand that it was an inside job. Yeah, there's a lot of. I've not yet really went down that rabbit hole on it any of my episodes but it's definitely very flawed and there's a lot of things they don't even especially like building seven and stuff like that it's, it's like it's just so sloppy and so dumb but 
at this point that they just throw it out there and most people believe it so whatever yeah and then you know people just believe whatever they see on the news and you got to understand like <clears throat> like the stuff we're doing today with all the deep fake and you know how they can project commercials into the sky and shit mm-hmm. like uh blue beam well the government's 30 to 50 years ahead of us so I mean, I'm not saying the planes didn't hit the building, but I mean, they could easily deep fake that too if they just wanted to demo the mother, the, you know, the building. I've never known of a building to collapse that had planes that hit it in the manner that it collapsed in because it came down in a straight pattern, like a controlled demolition with floors exploding on the way. Absolutely, it's, it seems was... like common sense to you know skeptics, but. And then Building 7 mysteriously collapsed. The 47-story building collapsed the same exact way as the two that got hit by airplanes that, <laughs> yeah, that, were, des- that were designed to withstand impacts from airplanes. And yeah. it wasn't even hit by anything, and it came down the same exact manner. But no one mentions that one. Yeah, I can remember hearing them talking about the World Trade Center. Like, on each, like the on each side of the window would be an I-beam. You know what I'm saying? So, like, mm-hmm. it's just none of it adds up. No, there, there's so much misinformation that, uh, but again, they control the narrative, they control the media, they control everything else. So, like, they just spit out what they need to spit out, and everyone goes along with it. Yeah. A lot of people die that didn't need to die, but it all fit into the act of what they wanted to do. And then they had to do the Patriot Act and everything else, which gave them the rights to invade everyone's privacy. And here we are, 22 years, 23 years later, and yeah. they listen to what we do. Yeah, it's funny you brought up Fort Polk, though, because, <clears throat> like, I mean, my my listeners are probably getting tired of hearing about Haiti, but I went to Haiti, and um, I haven't really talked about Fort Polk, but, and I didn't see any paranormal or nothing like that, but it, it's kind of interesting because, so I was in the 10th Mountain Division out of Fort Drum, but that was back when I was on active duty, I did some uh, National Guard and uh, Army Reserve and all that crap afterward, so... All the infantry units go through Fort Polk, and it's called JRTC, the Joint Readiness Training Center. And they, and they, so they put, uh, like lasers on the end of all the weapons, and they zero them in. And then everybody wears a harness and stuff, right? So they got, they got like cadres walking around. So, like, if somebody aims a weapon at you, or a vehicle, or an aircraft, or whatever, and it gets hit, the cadre comes and pulls your card. You carry a card in your, in your, uh, right hand vet you know uh, chest pocket right so they'll pull your card and then it says what kind of injury you got it could be doa it could be you know leg injury and then you got to come back in a week but the, but the thing about it is so let's say like like you got a truck coming that that's and you're and when you go out there you're in the box for two weeks they call it the box and you're fighting Op 4, which is people that are stationed at Fort Polk. So they all know the, the land and the terrain everything. And they're pretty much experts at all that shit because that's where they live and that's what they do, you know. So it's hard to beat them. And, and yeah. who, whoever, whoever scores the highest at Fort Polk or, I mean, at JRTC, that'll be the first unit deployed when anything goes down. Well, okay, so every time a truck or an aircraft was trying to deliver us food or water they kept getting hit and i mean this is this is like war simulation i mean if a, obviously if a cadre sees somebody you know fall out or something of course they're going to they're going to call the medics and take them in but i mean other than that man we weren't 
getting supplied with any food, any water, nothing. It was crazy. And I probably went, we definitely went a week without food. And then the water supply was, was far and few between. Like, like if somebody went down, we would go take their canteens and split it up. You know what I'm saying? But it was usually it was already gone because they weren't getting water either. So it was just like, uh, it changes you, man, because like you realize that food is so unimportant because like I went a week without food and when I, and I never got hit either. So, and matter of fact, our, uh, our unit scored the highest at JRTC and I'm pretty sure to this day, we're still the 10th mountain is the, the highest deployed unit, you know, because they, they're pretty hardcore, man. They, they take that shit seriously. So they're always training and. They don't take they don't take a lot of time off, you know. Like mm-hmm. like like we were deployed the whole time I was in there, except for the you know like JRTC and crap like that in between. But we were busy the whole time. But like what I'm getting at is like when I got out when I got out of the box, all I had I didn't give a shit about food, man. All I wanted was some water. You know what I'm saying? Like it just kind of it just kind of brings realization about what the government is trying to do. Like the you know, they come up with this food pyramid and three meals a day and all this crap, and they don't do that anywhere else. You know, just the West. You know what I mean? I, I just, I don't know, man. And there's a lot of crap in our food now, too. Um, a lot of the preservatives and everything that gets added to food today is not so much uh, healthy for everyone. I think that's why there's such an uprise in diseases and everything else that we have. I think a lot of it's from the chemicals and stuff they do with the crops and they do with animal all sorts of stuff yeah the gmos and now now overseas i don't think they're doing it here yet but they will but they're they're putting that the mrna vaccines into the chickens and cattle overseas and stuff which it's still i mean it might be it might not be being done here yet but we still eat that stuff you know if it gets shipped over here we're we're already eating it yeah uh, yeah i'm not crazy about all that stuff but it's strange because we actually have meat that are from a local farm and it's not got any additives or anything like that. It's just grass fed beef. For some reason it tastes different to me. I really don't like it. I like I guess I just like all that poison that I'm supposed to be. Oh yeah, man, that's the way it works. Like you know, fruit fruit and vegetables, they've already got sugar in them and they just taste plain to us because you know, we've been you know, they've pretty much brainwashed us, you know what I'm saying? Like it's yeah, the whole thing. I mean, sometimes I sound like kind of a nutcase, but, but uh, I don't know. I just I think it's all being it's been a, a long game for a lot of years. There's a lot of things that go on. That I don't always feel like are in the best interest of society. I think they wanted to make it seem that way, but in actuality, it does more damage than you sort of benefit. Even these new modernized diets and everything else these people are doing we're trying to step away from this and that it's too late your body's already somewhat been exposed to it. unless from the day you were born you're never fed anything that wasn't processed by yourself and grown by yourself to know exactly what was in it right and and that's Either. like that's like the thing with the fluoride in our water it's like uh i mean i put a reverse osmosis system in our house but if you read up on it it's like it's pretty much irreversible after the first two years of your life so i mean you know, my kids are way older than that, so it's like, you know, once the damage is done, is it, it can't be reversed. I grew up on old, uh, which we have it here too, we don't even drink it because nasty in general, but we have well water, so it's not uh, got any fluoride in it, but instead we've got iron and other nastiness in it. Yeah, hey, that's probably better than what you get in the city, man. Yeah, so that, 
I've always been out in the country, so I've never grown up having to deal with real sewer and city and everything else, really. So it's like, just hey, that's good, man. That's good. And speaking of, like, um, I've talked about this on a lot of my episodes too. Like, my my listeners are gonna get tired of it, but this is a swap cast, so it's for you and and my listeners. So whatever. But um, so fluoride. There's no fluoride in the water, like down in uh, Utah, like around. I don't know if it's the whole state. But like Brigham Young University and the Mormon areas and stuff like that, they have zero fluoride in the water. And it also happens to be like a hot spot for recruiting CIA and FBI agents, stuff like that. I just find that super interesting. I never heard that one. Oh, uh, it's yeah. Like hmm. I'm re- I'm repeating a lot of stuff I already talked about, but if they they'll admit it and they so Mormons don't drink, they don't smoke. And they're basically claiming, yeah, they, and if you talk to a Brigham Young alumni, they'll, they'll tell you like, oh yeah, they're all over just recruiting, walking around the halls. And it's, it's openly known, but if you, Hmm. you know, if, if you ask the FBI why they'll say, oh, well, they don't, they don't drink, they don't smoke. They usually have a pretty clean record that can pass a piss test, you know, which makes sense. But I mean, they're they're of the easily be able to mold into what they need them to be because they're not really exposed lifestyles that a lot of other people are right and also where are you at anyway i forgot indiana indiana i'm in i'm in ohio i'm i'm right on the ohio michigan border and but um what was i about to say now i forgot (laughs) i lost my train of thought man i don't know (laughs) what i'm talking about well go ahead what you got anything well i don't know what type of things you've really dealt dived into on yours or anything but far as uh on mine here recently, we've talked about, you mentioned a little bit, kind of like the technology and stuff they have out there. I think uh, everyone's worried about this rise of AI and stuff like that that's like available to us. Like, just think about what's out there that we don't even know about, because if it's available for us to use, you know they have something at least 20 to 30 years better than what we have available. Exactly, everyone's talking, exactly. Everyone's talking about these deep fakes and everything else with the videos and stuff. It's like, that stuff's probably been going on for years and no one realizes. Yeah, that's what I was getting at with... Uh... 9-11, like, did those planes even really fly into the buildings? I mean, every, nothing survived, but amazingly, the, the passports of these people were found. You know what I'm saying? It's just mm-hmm. ridiculous. Again, anyone that can believe in the cover story has to seriously sit there and question things about how did a plane disintegrate, not just the ones that hit the towers, but the one that they shot down out in was Pennsylvania, and then the one that hit conveniently in the Pentagon, which yeah, that was... the day before, the day before the whole Pentagon thing, was two point three trillion dollars was missing in the Pentagon's budget, and they were going to be doing some sort of investigation or trying to figure out where the money. Conveniently, the area that was hit by the so-called plane is exactly where all the information of where that two point three trillion dollars should be, and all of that was destroyed in that plane crash. It's like, well, that was convenient, right? Also, in the in the uh, World Trade Center, all these uh, banks had like. You know, vaults full of gold bars and shit like that. I'm sure that was all emptied out ahead of time. From what I remember, and I'm sure this topic will probably get us banned from the old YT, but they've been doing a lot of scrubbing here in the last couple of years for anything that talks about stuff like this on the old tube. Yeah. But they, uh, when all that was going on, they had workers in there that were conveniently working on the shafts inside the buildings. They were painting things. They were working on the metal elevator systems, and they are all inside the inner workings of the towers and all that was going on but they were also doing stuff 
in the basements and the vault areas as well. So all that money and gold and stuff was moved from that location prior to the towers. Coming. Right. <laughs> I was like, well, that's again, another convenience, I guess. And then there was a lot of workers that weren't actually at work that day. Same thing at the Pentagon. There was so many people that were supposed to be in that area. And I know people did die, but oh, yeah. the, number, the number of people that were actually there to what there was normally there was substantially lower than what would usually. Yeah, and the, uh, the owner of the Twin Towers also didn't show up for work that day, nor did his daughter. And he also took out a huge insurance policy like uh, a month before that or less. Mm-hmm. I think one of the things that was put into the insurance policy is collapse and plane damages and stuff, too. Something about terrorists. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I said, it's funny how all that plays out, but yeah. again, anyone can look into it, make your own opinion. I'm just going by stuff that I've read and looked into myself, because even when all this happened, I had my own questions about it. Like, I remember watching it happen live on TV, and like the very next day, nothing, it didn't make any sense. To, like, even when they collapsed... That was the first thing I thought of. I was like, how did it fall straight down? Right. Like, exactly. I'm a kid and I'm a senior in high school watching this happen. And I'm already questioning why it fell straight down. Cause to me, if something was going to fall, it wasn't, it came down. Like you see all those buildings being exploded with controlled demolition. <laughs> and it was just convenient that that's how that boom, 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 all the way down. You yeah. can see smoke from the videos from floors beneath of it. Smoke blowing out. Well, it was only the top several floors were damaged. So why was the stuff like, 40 60 floors below blowing out because there wouldn't have been any fire there it's it's so obvious that i mean it's it just doesn't make any sense man but you can't you got two types of people in this world people like us and then people that just believe what they see on the news the things that it's going on right now there are the i think it's a, a touchy subject just because it's recent but these maui fires and to me that is a straight up controlled situation as well i'm not going to call it a false flag narrative or anything like it but it's definitely being done on purpose because conveniently none of the rich people's stuff was touched but all the poor people and the people from the areas and all their lands and stuff were the only things that got caught on fire and now all of a sudden we get all these billionaires on tv saying oh help them by donating oh, oprah it makes me sick off my teeth like how's oprah and the rock gonna get on tv and tell everyone they need to help do donate yeah. to the red cross well you guys are like have more money combined than almost everybody around here that's seeing the stupid commercial why aren't you to donate oh wait you are donating you're taking all the land from the people that you wanted to get it from originally yeah she's got like 100 acres man and then she was trying to uh, build a road going from her property to wherever else and the natives were like no we're not we're not moving and there was a fire that happened back then too that was like i don't know what five couple two three five years ago or something like that and then all of a sudden she gets a road you know mm -hmm. again it's all it's all about the money and all about the people involved and it's, like i said you didn't see uh her place get burnt you didn't see what's his name zuckerberg's place or any of these other celebrities that have all this land out there and all these big mansions conveniently the fire only jumped to this house over to this house missed this one and then the right. There's things floating around, and I don't know how true this is one of those things I was reading, but anything that had, like, a blue, blue tarp, blue roof, anything like that, never got touched. It's like, well, that's funny. And they claim there's some sort of a laser system that, if you use blue, it won't touch the things with the blue. I was like, well, I don't know about any of that, but well, it does seem strange that people were painting their roofs in the last couple of weeks before all the fires happened. I don't know about people painting the roofs, but there, there's definitely uh, there's a Space Force base 
in La, in Maui and it has a direct energy weapon on it. So, I mean, that's all I know about that. I mean, I do know that, uh, so they were trying to, a lot of these uh, natives, they don't trust the government already because the United States has already fucked them over hard enough. But they don't want to leave. what they do. Right. They don't want to leave. Lahaina is like a holy land for these natives, right? So they're not wanting to leave that area. Well, FEMA and Red Cross are trying to bring them food and water, right? Well, they're like, no, we can't bring it in there. You got to come to this FEMA camp we set up, which is outside of, you know, the, the area that they're... A lot of people think they just want to take it over and bulldoze it and build whatever, 15-minute cities or whatever you want to call it or... It no. wouldn't surprise me. Right. So Because the area is a very lucrative area, very financially gaining area. If you own all yeah. that land, just think about all the stuff you can build there and all the other rich people that wouldn't want to be out there spending their money. It's a paradise. Right. I mean, it could be could be the conspiracy of 15-minute cities and uh, digital cities, or it could just be the government trying to, you know, build up tourism, you know, build hotels and, you know, resorts and shit like that it could be anything it's hard the land that burned was protected protected for the tribes like the like the actual natives for maui and like the indigenous people and everything else and it was like their sacred areas and some of their protected areas and you know that's what burnt to the ground right yeah and now the government's offering to take all that land help the poor people out there i was like you're not helping any of you're taking all their stuff from them just benefit your own self well they're not they're not budging last i heard and then uh people are coming in on like boats and trying to sneak sneak them food and supplies you know and fema and the red cross they got the national guard out there trying to trying to discourage these people to, from doing that you know they're trying to get in their way and all kinds of shit it's crazy why would you try to discourage people for wanting to help right they're they're claiming it's about safety as usual Safety is, is, you know, safety is the, the easiest way to take away somebody's freedom, you know. Just like just like something else we've been going through for about past three three years or so, you know what I'm saying? The beast era. Yeah. We call it on my other podcast because there's yeah. a certain word <laughs> we can't say, but we yeah. call it the whole beast era. Yeah, I, I saw something about this recently, and I don't know how true it is, but claims that people that were... Uh, told that they had to do a certain thing in order to keep their job or to keep healthier stuff like that those things that put under your skin we won't dive into that too much but they're more susceptible now to these newer waves coming through be- more than people that weren't oh, I was like, yeah. well, that's interesting i was like that's interesting because literally like a year and a half ago everyone that didn't do that were the reason the whole thing was still going on it's like oh but now the ones that are supposedly had those and their second or third ones are uh more at risk of catching me that's interesting to find out i guess well i didn't i didn't end up doing it i thought i was gonna have to because uh and i, I wound up getting into it with my in-laws and stuff on thanksgiving a couple years ago but when biden came out and said anybody with 300 or more employees and he just said it like it was a like it was law already you know what i'm saying and he just pulled that right out of his ass and it wound up not being true so I'm, I was telling my wife, I'm like, yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. I said I might do it just to keep my job because I work at a big plant, you know. And uh, you know, then my in-laws came over for Thanksgiving, and my mother-in-law overhears me talking to my brother-in-law. I'm like, I ain't doing it, man. I'll, I'll start driving truck. I don't give a shit. <laughs> and she's like, oh, you're, you're. And my wife is from Thailand, so my my mother. 
Oh, you afraid of a little a little prick, huh? I'm like, no, nah, I ain't afraid of shit. I'm afraid of what's in it. I said, you guys can get what you want. I ain't getting nothing. And I started getting fired up. My wife's like, hey, I thought you said you might get it. You might or might not get it. And I'm like, and I was already pissed off. So I'm like, yeah, it just depends what kind of mood I'm in. <laughs> you know. <laughs> so uh, that's what happens, man. You know, people it splits. It's splitting people up. That's the whole point of yeah, it. Yeah, that's the whole point. And conquer. Yep. I've said that about a lot of things. It's like the two-party system, all this stuff. I was like, if you, I said the government isn't ran by a two-party system. The government is ran by a bunch of people all in the same mindset of making everyone else seem like they're giving a shit about you, and they're really not. It's all about distracting, dividing, and keeping everyone guessing and mad at each other because it's easier to control people that are hating each other rather than a group of unified people. And so... I don't know if you ever listened to Tim Dillon podcast. You ever heard of that? No, I haven't. I'm not one. It's weird. I do a podcast, but I'm not very familiar with other podcasters. I only started doing podcasting last year because I stopped doing band stuff and I have all this recording equipment. So I was like, I might as well use it. (laughs) (laughs) I hear a lot of that. That's pretty, it's it's more common than you probably think. But anyway. I'm not not too big in the whole podcast thing. I only know like a couple different ones. Yeah, I don't listen to a whole bunch. But this dude's a comedian. He's pretty funny. And he, so he claims he's gay, but he's like a conservative. And so, I mean, I don't really, how can you just tell somebody they're lying? But he doesn't act like it at all. So like he gets away with making gay jokes and all kinds of stuff. He's, it's funny, man. I mean, but anyway, he had RFK on his show today or yesterday or whenever it was. And that dude, man, his voice is so screwed up. You can hardly make out what he's saying because he got a vaccine injury or whatever. And I, I mean, a lot of conspiracy people don't like him, but he was making a lot of sense, man. But I mean, that's what they do. He's a politician. They got to know, you know, they got to know what to say and how to make everybody happy. But he's never going to get a seat on the DNC talking about the shit he talks about. No, I think that whole era of what a Democrat and a Republican, they all kind of flip back after the JFK, which again, I also tinfoil hat man over. I think that was another inside job, but we won't go down that one. <laughs> well, yeah, he, he's, he actually said that too, you know, cause that was his uncle and he yeah. talked, he talked about that, but I mean, I feel like his dad was killed off as well. Uh, who was Robert Kennedy? Yeah. So it wasn't he like a, what was his position at that time? I thought he was he, also he was also a senator, I thought, but he died too. I'm pretty sure. I'm not gonna quote myself. I guess I could look it up, but I thought he was too. I thought he died mysteriously or something. Well, there was like three of them. I mean, and then people get on the get on his dad because he was a bootlegger, and it's like we've got into this. Like I went, I've been on other shows, and somebody started talking shit about uh, Joe Kennedy, and I'm like, wait a minute. I thought we were against the government. I said, if the government came out today and told me that I'm not allowed to have any more alcohol, I'd be fucking at least making my own, if not selling it to other people. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) I don't know how much of a criminal he really was, you know, because I'm kind of like that, too. You know, who knows? There's a lot of people I think do that. Like, it's the mindset and anyone, anyone can relate to this. I think everyone breaks the law one way or the other. I don't care. I don't care if they say they don't. I don't. I I never break the law. Do you go over the speed limit? Right. Like, even if you just went one mile an hour over, you're technically breaking. So, anyone out there driving or anybody doing anything like that, you ever walked across the street, even though it said do not walk? There's all sorts of things that technically broken the law. So, 
the government's telling you you can't do this. You do it anyways. How are you going to judge someone else that was doing something? Like if you're not out there committing murders or serial rapists or anything like that, petty little things like, oh, they used to sell. I got caught because I smoked a joint. I go, I went right. to jail for that. Oh, you're a bad criminal back in the 1980s. Like, that's stupid. Yeah, or running moonshine. It's like, hey, fuck. If you don't think the government's right for doing it, it's, you're basically like acting like Robin Hood, right? Yeah. You know? So. That's what the world needs today is a modernized Robin Hood, still for the rich. Give it back to the, us poor people. Or a few million of us <laughs> at the, the same time. Is, the problem is anyone that steals from the rich is going to keep it for themselves because that's just what society's become. Yeah, We're all right. greedy, selfish assholes. Yeah, pretty much, man. Hey, I don't know if there's anything. Uh, you said you had some topics you want to dive into. I don't know if you got anything that you really want to go no, down. I mean, I wrote down a few things because just because you're into, like, paranormal stuff. And I ain't mm. got a lot. So I, I, I wrote down a few things that I've experienced. Okay. So the, the very first one I had was... I'm, I'm gonna say I was like in the fourth or the fifth grade, and I had this. I had a dream the night that night, and this this woman, she was dressing like a like she was a pretty a pretty big woman, like you know overweight woman, and she was dressing like a muumu dress. Like I, it sounds like I'm about ten years older than you. So you remember Three's Company? Yeah, I remember. All right, Mrs. Roper. Wasn't she the neighbor? Well, she was the uh, landlord's wife okay. with the red hair. Okay. But she used to wear like a moo moo dress and like a bead a bead necklace. Alright, so th- this lady in my dream, she was dressed like that, like but she wasn't thin like that, so she was like overweight. And I can't remember like if she uh and like I said I was a kid, so I was only like in the fourth or fifth grade and she like tried to have sex with me or like I can't remember if it was oral sex or what was going on. So I didn't know shit about it back then. I can't even remember. But the next day I went into art it was either art class or music class because we did that like once a week i walk in there and it's the same lady and she's dressed the exact same way and i just sat there she probably thought i was like a special needs kid like i i sat there with my mouth hanging open like i was fucking shocked i didn't want her to i didn't want i was yeah it was the weirdest thing man it was like i i seen the i never seen her before in my life it's like i seen the future you know what I mean? It's not much of a story, but I, it, I'll never it's, forget it, man. That was a, that was like, a, you know, at least forty years ago. It's funny that you mentioned that because, ironically, just an hour and a half ago, <laughs> I was talking to my wife, and this happens a lot with. I still don't really understand it, but I get deja vu very, very frequently, and every time I do, it creeps me out, and I get like a weird almost nauseous like punch in my stomach from it like when i realize it happens and we were talking about something and i'd said something and she responded and i've seen this i've been there before like i i don't know how to describe it but it's almost like seeing the future or whatever but it's like i hate it because i get deja vu so often i don't know how to explain that but like when you mentioned seeing in the future it literally just made me think of that like not even like 90 minutes ago i was having a conversation and got freaky deja vu again yeah and then there's a lot of times I should have been dead too. Like you know, like when I before I went in the military, uh, we used to drive around drinking a lot and stuff. You know, I'm I'm back home. I was from Akron. I'm, I moved up up here now. You know, I'm closer to Michigan, but we drive around drinking all the time. And uh, so I'm we're we're looking for this party out in out in the sticks. And uh, so oh, hold on a second. <laughs> 
Yes. All right, man. Man, we got a new a new puppy, and that thing he'll follow. He follows follows my wife everywhere she goes, and he'll just like run around. It's like the kitchen is like right above where I'm at. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully it don't show up on yours. I don't know what kind of like uh, apps and stuff you got to. Uh, I've got my kids running through here. They're always upstairs. Everything else, I never end up hearing them on my stuff. The okay. way it's set up. So I've got this mic, and unless you're directly right in front of it, it doesn't really pick anything up surrounding sound wise. So I think we'll be all right. My bad. Sorry, people. <laughs> now I can't remember what I was talking about. Oh, the windshield, right? Yeah. Okay, so we're driving around looking for this party out in the country. And um, so, you know, like out in the country, they got the ditches alongside of the road, the deep ditches. Mm-hmm. So we're coming. Well, I mean, I was passed out at this time. I already fell asleep. The dude driving. So I'm guessing he passed out, too, because we we're on a curved road. And this was back in uh, probably like the early 90s. And instead of making the curve, he just went straight down into this ditch. Like I said, it was back in the 90s, so the car he had had bucket seats, right? And so the, the whole bucket seat came up off of the floor and shot me through the windshield into the... And he, he ran into the uh, steering wheel and busted his nose up and stuff. But I went right through the fucking windshield and was laying on the hood. And I must have been out for a while because when I woke up, I kind of sat up. And there was no cars out there, nothing. Like I said, this is out in the middle of the country, no, nothing. And I turn around, look up the street. He's way up the street. So I was out for a little while anyway. And I'm like, hey, hey. And then he comes back and I start walking to him. And he's like, oh, shit, man, I thought you were dead, you know. And so the, the paramedics came and all that. And they told me, they told me the only reason I didn't break my neck was because I was already asleep. Because I was relaxed. But, I mean, that happened, and then it – actually, I've been through two windshields. So, I mean, it was similar to that, but it was the same thing. Like, I should, I just should have been dead a lot of times. I, I came up in kind of a kind of a shitty neighborhood, and I've been knocked – well, I was, a, I was also a boxer for about 20 years, but I've been knocked out in the streets, you know, fighting several people more times than I've been knocked out in the ring. And, you know, I had guns pulled on me and stuff, and – I just, you know, I, f- I figured, nah, this dude, he ain't got the balls. And then I would just start fighting. And then I find out a little while, you know, a year later or something, he's in prison for murder, you know, and then all the stuff that happened overseas, you know. I mean, I just, I should have been dead so many times, man. I just. There, there is something trying to see. I can't think of what it's actually called, but there is a belief amongst people. I wouldn't call it a conspiracy that certain people believe. There are different lives that we all have i wouldn't like maybe a multiverse or something where you should die in this one but you keep going but you actually died but your body and life keeps going but just went into a different reality it's because they say there's certain they've noticed like they were in a like you go through your a windshield and they wake up and then they go on about life but there's just small little minute details that are a little bit different from what they remember previously before they went through something like that you ever experienced anything like that you're aware of no man uh back then i wasn't it's kind of like to me i feel like i feel like i matured later than other people my age you know what i mean because i was just like <laughs> a, I had like a wild streak i was just like a fucking nutcase like and i always thought i would be dead by the time i was 30 so i just you know i was just running around acting like an idiot and 
I think we've all done this. Yeah. But I mean, I think I did it a little bit too long. <laughs> you know, I mean, I'm like 50 now and I'm just, I'll say like 10 years ago, I finally started acting like a grown up. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm not proud of it, but I mean, that's just the way it is, man. I did my fair share of stupid things, but I feel like I kind of calmed down when I was about my mid-20s. There you go. About 15 years earlier than me. <laughs> what I was mind. doing the whole, uh, up until the last five and a half years ago, I got with my wife and she already had two kids, so that kind of made me mature a little bit more than we had two of our own kids together. So yeah. I've got four in the house, so the dad life has taken over, so I don't really do the stupid lifestyle that I used yeah. to. <laughs> Yeah, that'll do it, man. I mean, my wife, I met my wife in like 99, so she definitely helped me. Who yeah. I probably would be dead by now if it wasn't for her. <laughs> Seems to be how it works. Find yeah. a good person to be with and <laughs> yep. straighten your ass out. Save my ass. So where are you at on religion? That's a touchy subject with me. I am not a religious person, but I'm not a, what anyone believes. I just don't really. I believe that there is a higher power. There has to be, or something. I, I want to believe that there is, but I don't necessarily know what it is. So I'm not going to argue with someone if they believe one way or the other. I yeah. mean, that's 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 up for them. Whatever makes them happy, it doesn't really affect me. I mean, I've had a lot of answer prayers, and I don't necessarily believe in like Jesus Christ. I mean, the so his name wasn't Jesus. They called him the Christ, which I think it means like the chosen. The Christ means the chosen one in whatever language. So, like, when Jesus was walking the earth, they spoke Armenian, right? Or Aramaic, my bad. They spoke Aramaic, and Aramaic didn't even use J's, right? So, some people say his name was Yeshua, but it doesn't really matter. Like, when I pray, I just pray to God because I don't know, I don't trust. It goes all the way back to the Romans, you know, the government. So, like, in, like, what was it, like, 325 A.D., uh, Constantine formed the Council of Nicaea and decided which books could be in the Bible and which couldn't. And I don't know, was he, I think he was like a pope or something like that. He was some kind of government leader. And I don't trust any of the popes these days either. I don't trust the Vatican. I don't really, no. yeah, I don't, I'm not into organized religion. But like when I pray every morning, but I just pray to God. And, and it's all about your, uh, what's the word? It's, it's all about your intention. You know what I mean? You know, like if, if you're some kind of, you know, gothic dude that wants to, maybe there is more more than one God. I don't know. But I mean, if you're some kind of gothic dude and you want to pray to some evil thing, you'll probably get that. You know, but I don't I don't pray that way. I, I, I ask for, I'm basically just thanking, thankful every day. You know, that I woke up and thankful for the things that I have. Once in a while, I ask every, you know, I ask, uh, I'll give you an example. All right, so at work, I work in an auto plant, and they do this. The company does this thing where they they got the nurses come out, and they'll they'll do like a wellness check on us, you know, just to cover their ass and act like they give a shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. They'll take take our blood pressure, do blood work, and all that all that type of crap. And so there's one, and they give us free T-shirts. That's probably the, half the reason these some of these people do it. Oh, yeah, I'll go get my free T-shirt and get, you know, like five minutes off of the line or whatever. So I went over there, and she's she's taking my blood pressure. And then she goes, man, your blood pressure is, like, really high. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm probably pissed off. <laughs> you know, <laughs> She's like, no, it's, like, super high. And I'm like, well, 
some of these people piss me off. I mean, doesn't that do it? And she's like, not this much. So I'm like, oh, shit. Right. And I just happened to have a doctor's appointment that afternoon. So she went on and did the rest of her stuff. And so I'm driving to my doctor's appointment and I prayed and I'm like, God, I said, you know, I ain't going to take none of these none of these pills that they tried to try to, you know, prescribe people. I said, I ain't I'm not doing that. I said, help me. I'm not I said, I'm not doing this. And then uh, all of a sudden and I hardly ever get tired until bedtime. Right. All of a sudden I started getting super sleepy which is so unusual, right? So then I get to the doctor's office. I, You know, I checked in. I said, all right, yeah, here's my name. And it's like, all right, we'll call you when you're when it's ready. And I just, like, sat in a chair, and I was just, like, couldn't stay awake. I'm asleep. I'm over there falling asleep. And so I finally they come out and call me, and I go into the appointment, and the nurse takes my blood pressure, and she's like, and I forgot to say, I get, I do get pissed off a lot. I got some, I get angry, and I got a little bit of anger issues. <laughs> but anyway, so I go in there, and the nurse takes my blood pressure, and she's like, "Oh, 120 over 80 is perfect." And I'm just thinking, like, "Oh, yeah, I just need to relax." You know what I mean? I mean, if I could, I couldn't figure that out on my own. You know? No. I mean, I'm not saying that's nothing supernatural. None of this stuff that I'm talking about is, but. It could be. I think when you dive in with religion in general, it does have a supernatural hit to it because, again, you're believing a spirit or a god or something like that, so it's not something that we normally would run into daily. So it does have that element of, I don't supernatural in general, but like an otherworldly element to itself. Yeah, but a lot... Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I don't really... Kind of like what you said, I don't really go organized religion because I believe every organized religion is a form of control. Yeah. And... I just think as long as you're a good person, we know it's a good person. I've touched on this earlier. You're not out killing people. You're not out hurting people, doing bad things to people, trying to be a good person, living a good life, doing the best you can. I feel like if there is a God and you're a good person, and if there is an afterlife, then maybe you should be rewarded with that. But I also go back to the conscience of why are we even here if you believe in the all-knowing, all-seeing, already knows what's going to happen, God, even though we have free will, even though that doesn't really exist because he already knows what you're going to do, even with your free will. What is the point of us living this life just to see if we go to heaven or hell? Are we just like a game? Like, that's where I start to question the whole religious aspect is like, what's the point? I mean, but, a lot of a lot of people in our in our circle, you know, conspiracies and stuff, they, they tend to get not really... Most of them don't really believe in organized religion, but it comes back to something. You know what I mean? Like, there's not a lot of not a lot of atheists and stuff like that that talk about the stuff we're talking about. I mean, it could be, and it doesn't really. I mean, nobody knows for sure. Nobody knows, and kind of like anybody that talks about these conspiracy topics as well like we have our own opinion same thing with people that see the stuff like what i deal with the people that say they've been abducted by aliens for example i don't know if they've really been abducted by aliens but they believe they have been so who am i to tell them that they're wrong i've never seen alien but it doesn't mean aliens don't exist but and then i've got people that say space doesn't (laughs) so it's like oh you mean like the flat earth people yeah i've got a flat earth episode and i will say this and i've said it on other stuff a lot of the things that they talk about, if you look into it, it's almost like a rabbit hole where you start to dig in there and some of the things do make sense. And it makes you start questioning stuff. But do I believe that the Earth is 100% flat 
and there's hidden world out there. I don't know. Is space real or whatever? I assume so. I, I don't see the point of why they'd hide everything from us. This big story that there's space and the Earth is round and everything else. I don't see. It's too big of a conspiracy to keep control. Like well, it's a whole a whole world have to be involved in and to me it's well like, for what what benefit when you look at how much money goes to NASA every year that's one hell of a good reason and it was all it was also started by the Nazis you know uh, Werner von Braun was was the one that uh, he was running NASA when uh, the moon landing happened and all that or the supposed moon landing mm-hmm. you know and I talk about him a little bit too much too like. I was telling him, I got a co-host that comes on every once in a while. I was telling him, like, all right, today I'm going to try not to talk about Haiti or Werner Von Braun. But, <laughs> you know, but, like, as far as flat earth goes, it doesn't, to me, it doesn't really matter. It could be any kind of shape, but it doesn't matter. But there, even if it is around earth, there still could be a whole bunch of shit on the other side of Antarctica. If you talk about Operation High Jump, yeah, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, Antarctica is a topic that I've always wanted to episode with someone that's actually done a lot of research on it because I think the whole Antarctica is a very strange topic just to go into because, again, what went on in Antarctica to where every country decided it's going to be off limits from everyone else unless they have permission from all of the governments to come here. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's just supposedly ice. So what is so sacred about this ice that they don't want to eat? All right. I hate to bring this up, but you know who Werner von Braun is, right? I know he was one of the German scientists, I believe, wasn't even the Nazis era, but I don't know a whole lot about him. Yeah, he he was one of Hitler's main dudes, you know. He was a rocket scientist, and they brought, the United States brought him over and, and assigned him to be the head of NASA. Project Paper or something yeah, like that. Yeah, the Rat Lines, you know, yeah. Red Cross. I, I mean, I talk about this shit a couple, two or three times already, man. My people are going to get tired of hearing about it. But anyway, what I wanted, was telling, wanted to get to here, and I've talked about this a couple times too already, but so when he was dying, he was uh, he called this lady that he worked with, and she worked for the military industrial complex, and so did he. They worked at the same company. He called her to his, to his deathbed because he got, uh, they said he had terminal cancer. And so he knew he was dying. He's like, all right, I want you to be my, spokes, my spokesperson. And he told her the whole list of all these steps they were going to use to establish a new world order. And the final one was Aliens, Project Bluebeam. But anyway, when, when he was telling her all this, he said that the German NASA program is in Antarctica. He said his main job was just to uh, influence all the Americans about this, or influence them and basically trick them into, into telling them about all these uh you know, rocket, rocket propelled, uh, spaceships and stuff that, so he was basically saying that NASA was just all bullshit. And so you got like 8 billion, they're getting like $8 billion a year or some shit like that. That's a hell of an incentive. Yeah. I guess I just, again, like I said, when you start looking into certain things and that's where the whole Antarctica is another flat earth thing that there's supposed to be whole worlds beyond Antarctica. I don't know one way or the other and it doesn't impact my life this is what i've said before i don't care if the earth is round flat whatever life still sucks 90 percent so yeah that's doesn't matter to me that's where i'm at too it's like i don't really care what shape the earth is and there's people that'll get fucking super pissed off if you don't you know they want to argue about flat earth and it's like fuck's the difference man it doesn't matter yeah the moment you 
tell someone you don't really care, you're a globetard. And if you tell someone you're a flat earther, then you're laughed at by them. Like it's, <laughs> again, it's another one of those topics that's here to divide people because no one can agree on anything. We're just programmed to hate each other and fight with each other 99% of the time. And you find that 1% that you might get along with. Hate you. Seems to be uh, humans in general. But I, right. I look at it as, again, there's all sorts of things out there that we don't know about and we're never going to know about just because they don't want us to know about it and who are we to figure it out like we might have our own ideas but we don't have the money to uh, build a rocket and fly up there and right. take a look around ourselves that's what it's all about money everything's about the money i don't know you probably touched on this before but i never thought we went to the moon back in the 60s because i thought it was strange we only went up there couple times we completely quit going like what 1970 or 73 they made like a few missions up there and had a couple other people that walked on the moon but you don't really hear about that that often you know, first time we went. and then how they managed to have video of them landing walking out there live streaming it I was like, right I, I, how did they have live stream from the moon and made it all the way back to earth and communication should have had a delay from the time span because at that point they didn't have the satellite systems they do to control <laughs> talking and everything like none of that stuff ever made any sense. what about like, when nixon called him on the landline exactly like there's so many dumb little things about that and People the mother try and just prove it but the fucking spacecraft looked like a fucking sardine can it was a piece of shit i don't know if there's been video i've not looked into it that much but how did they get off of the moon if, if they had to have a rocket to leave Earth, how did the hell they get off of the moon? If they say the moon's gravity wasn't as strong as Earth's, but they were still driving a vehicle and walking it, so I don't understand the difference of that aspect. I and what about the rover? The, when you say vehicle, right? Yeah. My little fucking rover was bigger than the spacecraft. How'd yeah. they get it there? Yeah. But I did well, a whole I'm... episode about the fake moon landing. This He was an independent filmmaker, and he... He claimed that he interviewed Stanley Kubrick about the moon, the, you know, staging all these moon landings and stuff. And he said he did the first one and then, you know, it, it had great numbers and then they wanted to do a second one and nobody gave a fuck. And then they tried to do a third one. So they wanted to spark it up and play golf up there and crap. You know, it all kind of made sense. But I've always wondered. How about, like, when you see them walking, you don't really see stars in the sky. I mean, we can look up here. You can see the stars. They're like, well, that's the atmosphere. The light's up there. It's so bright. It's, like, so bright that you can't see the stars, but you see everything black. And what about the shadows? That go in multiple directions. Right. From what? Yeah. I would say stars, but you don't see any. I've never quite understood the whole, the moon is locked in with our rotation. see the same exact face no matter what. To me, that seems... I'm not a scientist. I guess they can explain it scientifically, and it makes me sound stupid in the science, but at the same time, it's, it just seems odd that we're always locked in no matter where we're at with the moon that always looks directly at us. Or what What about when the sun's still up and you can happen to see the moon also? Yeah. That doesn't go with the science either. Again, that those are all topics that get brought up on the whole flat earth thing. And again, like I said, when you start looking into that, <laughs> there's a lot of things that make you start scratching your head. And I said, I'm not going to say I'm a flat earther, and I'm not going to say I'm a, a globetard. I'm, I'm just <laughs> someone that doesn't care at this point. <laughs> right. All right, man. We uh, got about an hour in. I so. don't know if you, uh, I won't put this one on my own episode here, but if you want your listeners to hear what kind of got me into doing my own podcast, I'll talk yeah, about yeah. that here for you. So I've talked about it on mine, and like I said, I can edit this out for my own. Back Why? In, because you already told them or what? Yeah, I don't want to keep beating a dead horse. Oh, God. You wouldn't believe how many dead horses <laughs> I beat just talking to you tonight. 
Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> I do that shit a lot. They got to get tired of it. Yeah. See, I started this back in just a year ago. And again, I did this because I had all this recording equipment I had for music purposes and I wasn't using it. I was like, well, I bought a laptop and I bought all this other stuff. So I might as well do it for something because I'm not doing band stuff currently. But what made me want to start doing podcasting, my idea was I wanted to talk about conspiracies. That's where I come up with the name like Tinfoil Tells. It's almost like a typical person talks about conspiracy. They're like, oh, he's a tinfoil hat wearer or something like that. So, and the whole, the tells part, like it's stories or whatever. So, yeah. but it basically makes it to where I can dive into whatever I feel like. And it all falls into that strange category of someone that <laughs> sounds like crazy. But what got me interested in doing all this back in February of 2007, and this is where your audience is going to be like, all right, this guy's fucking whack job. <laughs> <laughs> I used to work third shift at a paper warehousing company and our boss let us leave about an hour and a half to two hours early. We got everything done. We got all the orders done, got everything cleaned up. The day shift was not like the guy that wasn't coming in. And, uh, and, um, sorry, my kids said something to me, got me sidetracked. <laughs> but uh, the day shift guy wasn't coming in. He was the main boss for the whole warehouse, but he was on vacation. So our boss decided she's going to let us, she wanted to get the hell out of there. So we started to leave and I'd say it's probably about 4.30, 5 a.m. And my coworker's driving in front of me and we turned down this county road and he's probably about a thousand feet in front of me, I'd say. And I see his brakes lights, like they light up. He obviously hits his brakes and then he swerves and he goes off the side of the road, down into the grass and shoots back out, gets on the road, keeps driving. I'm like, what is this drunk motherfucker doing? <laughs> and as I get closer, I see this really tall black figure walking in the middle of the road, but it's, it's hard to make out what it, it looks like a person, but it's wrapped in a blanket. I think. But as I got closer to it, it's moving in a very weird walking form. Like I see its legs and it's leaning forward, but it moves almost like it blows in the wind, if that makes any sense. I always relate it back to, you see those air dancer things like you see at car dealerships, they blow them up, they sway in the wind or whatever. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of how it was moving. Like it didn't look natural. It was just something very strange. So I'm thinking, I was like, is this a person walking in the street? Like what is going on here? It's still dark outside. So I have to like slow way down and I have to swerve as well because this thing is oblivious the fact that we're coming right at it and as i'm trying to go around it i kind of come to a stop and as it walks past my window it may have bumped my mirror i don't really remember i just was trying to see what the hell this was i never saw a head and i didn't see any arms i just seen like a big torso and legs walking so again i'm like is this someone wrapped up in a blanket now i'm driving a 98 ford explorer and it is 67 inches tall approximately according to what the internet has told me this thing as it walked past my driver's mirror is leaning forward and i'd say this is like almost like a person would lean forward if they're using a walker but again there's no arm so it wasn't like but that's just the lean ahead it was at least a foot taller than my vehicle because i had to like lean over just to see it against the window what the hell this was and i never did see the top of it and and as it gets behind my vehicle, my brake lights from being set in there as it walks past, I can see between its legs, I can see the ground, but I can see where it's blocking out the road and stuff, so I can see its two legs. And at that point, I just hit the gas and drove down the road to where my coworker was, because he went down further and pulled into this parking lot. So I pulled in next to him, and he's freaking out. He's going on, what the fuck was that? It didn't have a head. <laughs> I was like, I was like, do you see that shit? I was like, yeah, man. I was like, I have no idea what that it was literally just walking. I was like, he's like, I had to swerve to miss. I was like, yeah, so did I. And I said, let's go back and see what the fuck this was. Because clearly we both saw the same damn thing. Like a headless, armless, we don't know what the hell it was walking on the road. And it was at least seven feet tall. So we both went back 
I was in front, and he was following behind me. And as we get back to the same area, there's a big black animal laid across the road, and it looks like a dog. So, and it's laying, like, long ways across the road, like, horizontally. So he can't really go around it, so I stopped, and he stopped. And I open up my door because I'm thinking, well, it must have been what this was. We just dog. Still trying to process the fact that whatever's laying in the road wasn't as big as whatever was walking. But this was still fairly big for a dog. As I get out, he rolls down his window and like, what are you doing? Clearly, there's a dog in the road. He starts calling me crazy, telling me to get back into because we'd just seen <laughs> whatever the hell that was. So I start walking up towards this dog, and it looks back at me. Like, it sits its head up and looks back, and its eyes are glowing yellow. But... I write that off as our headlights are making its eyes glow, eyes shine or whatever. I see its eyes and it looks at me, it growls, and it's like this deep rumbly growl. So, of course, I just stop. I'm about 15 feet away from it, and then it stands up. And by standing up, I don't mean like a dog. The motherfucker stood up on two legs and looked at and then, like, hobbles back down like it couldn't stand all the way up. And it's like hunched over and it kind of goes off into the grass. Now, next to this grass is the woods. And at the time, there was a fence, which the fence is still there. It is about an eight to 10 foot fence because it's a deer person. This thing goes down into this grass where the fence is and then it just vanishes. Didn't see anywhere. I was like, I don't know where the hell it would have went because there's a fence there. So at this <laughs> point, while it's gone, he gets out of his vehicle finally because he's being chicken shit. <laughs> and he walks up to me and he's like, what was that? I was like, dude, I have no, I was like, Clearly looked like a dog to me, but when it stood up and looked at me, I don't know if you, a dog just stands up on its back legs, a person. Like, and people, to describe this, and I've talked about this before, it didn't have, like, it didn't look like a werewolf, like a Hollywood wolf. Like, it didn't have hands, and it didn't have, like, the feet of a werewolf. It didn't look anything like that. It literally looked like a normal dog. It was just very big and black. Almost looked like a German Shepherd dog with, like, chow dog. You know, the big puffy fur on a chow? Yeah. Like, that's what it looked like. But it was just when it looked at me, we're almost, I'm six foot three and we're basically almost the same height. So it was at least six foot standing on its back feet. But when it stood up, it didn't have like the werewolf stance. It looked like a normal dog, but stood straight up and its legs were straight, which was strange because the dog's legs usually have those bends to it. It didn't have the bends like a normal dog's legs would when it stood up. That's, and then, like, crazy. I said, it just, well, it's, it's, we're not done yet. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What happened? As we're uh, talking, I looked down. And this is the part that creeps me out the most. I look down by my feet, and between me and him is a mouse. And the mouse is now between us, and it's cleaning itself. But it's also sitting on its ass area, so its front paws are up washing its face like it's cleaning itself. It's washing itself. But it's also in that upright leaning position as whatever was originally walking and whatever this dog had done when it went off. So this mouse is in the same upright type of position. And I didn't ever think about this up until just very recent. But while we were talking and we seen this, I kind of like, we looked down at it. I nudged it with my foot, be like, get out of here, see what it's doing. It didn't even care that I touched Like, it just kept on cleaning itself like it was oblivious. That was the same thing that the thing that we originally saw walking was oblivious that we're about to run it over. Like, it's just very strange. So the mouse wasn't afraid. The mouse never left. Me and him decided, all right, well, this is crazy. We're getting the hell out of here. So he gets back in his car. He goes his way, and I go my way. And I don't know if it was the next night or it could have been a couple nights later because if it was the weekend, we'd had two nights off before we had to go back to work. But I went home, went to bed, woke up, and I drew this dog-looking thing. And at this point, I never heard of... I knew I was like what werewolf, anything like that was, and that's whatever I didn't believe. But I drew what I'd saw, and I got on like these old forums because back then you didn't really have like what we do now. This is back in 2007. So I get on these paranormal forums or group forums for like weird animals and this and that, and someone says, Oh, that's a dog man. <laughs> what the fuck is a dog man? Never heard of that before. So I started looking into it. And again, I'm even till to this day, I'm still pretty skeptical on a lot of things, but I can't explain it. 
I know what I saw. Was it a dog man? I don't know. Because, again, I don't necessarily believe those things could exist, but well, I don't. Just for the listeners, you weren't under the influence of anything, right? Because that'll be the no. first question. <laughs> no. You that, know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Anyone can say all that. And no, no. Anyone, I mean. I'm, anyone that knows me, I've never been one to dabble with any type of stuff like that. I don't really drink. I don't do drugs. I'm not going to say I'm a straight edge person, but I'm big. I don't, I don't dabble into stuff like that. I might have a beer every socially once in a while we just gotten off work and i've even tried to rationalize too is my for 15 years i'd said that well clearly this was a dog jumping around playing with a mouth and came up on it originally maybe it looked so tall and weird looking because it was like playing with a mouse walk and someone maybe maybe that's why i was walking funny because front legs were hurt so it couldn't walk on its front legs walking on its back leg like a person that's all fine and dandy that explains why the mouse traumatized because the dog was fucking around with it traumatized the mouse that's why he's wiping the slobber off himself or something whatever just trying to whatever i can to make make sense and that's all fine and dandy until i come to whatever i'd passed was a hell of a lot taller than the dog oh yeah that's the thing where i always get hung up on is and i've looked it up online like i said 67 inches at the top of my vehicle so if i'm sitting and i don't see the top of it and it's leaning forward. And by leaning forward, I mean like it was leaning somewhere on a walker. So it's got a good lean to it. If it's still a foot taller than my window, top of my window, and let's just say that's five feet, that puts it leaning at a little over seat. So if it stood straight up, it was almost seven feet tall, if not taller. When the dog stood up, it was probably around six. But it was not nearly as the legs was walking really thick leg. It was not the dog legs. The dog didn't have, it looked like again when I told other people I was like it looked like a normal it was just bigger. Like it didn't have any werewolf five claws or any of that stuff. It was I always wrote that off as been hurt. It, I can't explain You mind if I walking. you mind if I pause it real quick? I'll be right back. Alright. Sorry about in that. Progress. I was about to piss my pants. <laughs> I'm over here drinking beer, so <laughs> but that story was so good, man. Like when I first said, all right, we got about an hour in. That was because I had to piss back then. And mm-hmm. that was a good-ass story, though. So but Yeah, basically, we went back to work, and I, I drawn this and whatever. I took it showed it to the guy that I worked with that seen it, too. The other people that worked with us laughed, and he got mad at me. I need to knock that. We're crazy. If I keep talking about it, deny it. See, any of that stuff. So I, was, I never talked about it. for. I'm man. guessing you don't talk to that dude anymore. No, I haven't seen that guy. He ended up getting laid off. Like, it's like, man, it's it's kind of like an uh, you know, NPC, as they say. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't want to think for yourself. I don't know. I don't want to get into all that crap. But it's just like, yeah. how can you fucking drive past something like that and then just want to dismiss it, dismiss yeah. it because you're worried about what people think? And again, like I said, I've tried to rationalize it and write it off and accept it, but I've gotten to the point now after I started this podcast, because that's what got me wanting to interview. I felt like I couldn't talk about this. People are going to look at you and think you're crazy. I know what I saw. I've never seen anything like that again. And for so long, I've looked for every way I was something as I don't grip it. Some people are like, well, it's probably a bear. Well, I couldn't say yes, it was a bear, but here's the problem. Sounds like it was really thinner, have- right? The dog thing was not a bear. I know the difference between a dog and a bear. And they're like, well, maybe it was a baby. I'm, I'm not stupid. I know what a bear looks like. Um, my thing is, we don't have bears. But on the flip side, we also don't have walkie on its hind leg dogs. Or <laughs> so, <laughs> like, so I can't really, I won't say it was a bear. It was not a bear and it was a dog. Maybe. I, I'm not going to go out on my way. It's one or the other. I don't know. And 
I've talked to other people on their podcast. I'm like, oh, that was a dog man, a Wendigo, or a shapeshifter, and all these other type of things, or a skinwalker. I've seen it oh. in is transforming and stuff like that. I was like, man, I don't know about any of this stuff. I don't know if I believe any of this stuff. Like, so I've started interviewing people, and people have got some really, really crazy stories that if I was listening to it and never had any type of experience, I was just like everyone else, well, clearly you're crazy or on drugs. Or it's to the point now to where I'm like, how can I say this about people? Because people can say the same thing about me. Because right. now I'm one of those people that... Well, you've heard about get... Skinwalker Ranch, right? Yeah. The portals and all that. It's just... Yep. That's where... I kind of go with what I think about is the more I've looked into these weird encounters and these stuff, there's a lot of ties into portals. And that's where I kind of am leaning to these days. I feel like whatever these animals are, whatever these things are, the people, I feel like they're not from this world. Not that they're aliens. Or, I think they're from a different reality. They somehow brought in. Or maybe the next like dimension. A, yeah, like a different higher dimension or whatever, a portal to that. That would explain why you don't see them all the time happen to here, then all of a sudden they're gone. Well, I think, in my opinion, you like, like if somebody's not, doesn't have an open mind, is, isn't open to that, then they're never going to see it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's only a certain kind of people that, that do see that stuff. Yeah. And I think but, that that's why they're, uh, they're trying to come out, I believe they're trying to come out with the Project Bluebeam pretty soon. And I think that's why they changed the name to... UAPs, un- Unidentified Aerial Phenomenons, instead of UFOs. Because UFO has kind of become like a hillbilly thing. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So now these, these these higher class people can still feel good about themselves. Like, oh yeah, I've seen a UAP. <laughs> you know what I mean? It, it makes it doesn't to... Now I know what you're saying. It makes it to where basically they're not like <laughs> one of those... Uh, crackpots like me that said oh i seen a ufo they're yeah. more of the better higher position people in the food chain that they're right, like right. So i've seen a uap they don't sound like one of those tinfoil hat crazy people. yeah it's a uap as opposed to these uh trailer park hillbillies to see ufos no no that's different mm-hmm. but you know what i when you told me that it looked like it had a blanket or is that it looked like it was had a blanket wrapped around it it looked like it was wearing a cloak or blanket wrapped around like something was hiding the top of its body like the arms are first thing i thought of was like wings you know when wings are folded up yeah like wrapped around itself any is that does that make any sense i mean it's a possibility again like i said i have no idea what it was there's i've not said someone's described like that people have said there are fresno crawlers and i've looked those up that is not what i saw those are white and they have like top to it this thing did not it literally looked like a set of like and and you had your headlights on it, right? And it was just yeah. black? It was black. I didn't see hair. I didn't clothing. I didn't fur or anything like that. It was just like a black. That's crazy. It wasn't like translucent to where I could see it blocked off the light. Like, And you could see between its legs, like the road as it walked between its legs. But you could see where its legs were stopping visibility. It stopped the light going around a solid object. Huh. But I don't know. Like I said, I never seen a head. I, and it wasn't like I only saw it for like a second. I literally was stopped. So I was there for five to ten seconds of it walking past me. So it's like I come up on it. I just swerved to miss stop. Walk around me. Just walking in pattern. Like one step and walking. The body was like you'd think like a, I don't want to call it like a D5. Like how they mental or how like, like kind of like dumping as it walked like that. Someone's like, well, it was big, looked like a big arm. Unless they have headless horsemen or something out there. I don't know. It's crazy. An, ampu- an amputee Sasquatch. <laughs> but no, right. I, I think stuff like that, like what I've been doing, like I've interviewed these dog man. I'm starting to stuff that they are tied into a different DARS, and that's 
even with paranormal experience like shadow the predator you know it's like yeah i've had a lot of people reporting seeing things like that out in the, the city it's like who who knows yeah Everybody man knows with all the trail cams and stuff that we got nowadays you know but they probably they, they probably know how to detect that shit you know i mean it's hard to say that's why i'm always skeptical because everyone has a phone and every phone should have a camera these people have ring and all these doorbell cameras on their house and people have all these security cameras on their businesses and all these trail cams for hunting for whatever reason we never get a clear shot of any creatures with their eyes there's fucking well, that would explain the interdimensional thing you know yeah. they, they're probably on a little bit higher level than us they got a little bit more knowledge a little bit more abilities we see in the 3d realm and they claim there's a lot of different dimensions. who the hell's to say it was in the fourth and fifth right have you read the kybalion I have not. I'm not much. Oh, that's that's kind of like, uh, I guess it's like the Archons or the Gnostics or something like But they say, I think it's like eight eight dimensions and uh, I don't know. It's <laughs> Yeah. Again, that's stuff that like I don't think we'll ever figure out. For Yeah. But yeah, I think going on an hour and a half now, wrap this one up. Anything else you want to talk about? No, that's about it, man. Go ahead and uh, plug your podcast and stuff for my listeners and then I'll do it for yours. And hopefully yeah. they, hopefully mine like like what you're talking about, and they'll come listen to you, and vice versa. Yeah, that's what it's about. Well, again, my podcast is called Tinfoil Tip, where I interview people who have experience or some topics are conspiracy. A flatter guest on there. a lot of it. I've had people paranormal, Sasquatch sightings. I've been some episodes here in the past where people believe they've abducted by aliens, and some actually the government are involved with these age regressions they take their subconscious and they place them a clone and send them out to do all this work and I've, I've heard that yep yep i've got episodes on that there's a lot of different that my podcast dives in. if you're into weird stuff weird stories weird experiences check out tinfoil tells it's on you all the streaming platforms we're on all the social networks most active on facebook's find us on facebook you can give me a like talk to me on there reach out and have experience that they would like to share want to be on an episode you can send me it's tinfoil tells podcast at gmail.com we can talk about it get you scheduled for future episodes all right cool where can everyone find your podcast at? uh we're conspiracy soldiers podcast it's an audio podcast but almost all uh podcast platform and we talk about like a variety of things a lot of government overreach uh Altered history, you know, like I like I said, we had one on the fake moon landing, all kinds of stuff like that. I get into a lot of like religion, not you know religion uh, as as opposed to uh, you know like organized religion. Mm-hmm. So like some of the some of the older stuff like that. But so uh, you can you can find us on Instagram at Conspiracy Soldiers, and uh, you can email us at Conspiracy Soldiers at yahoo.com. That's about it, Brandon. Yep. I'm going to say, anyone out there still listening, I appreciate you guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Uh, it was a pretty good talk, even though I almost yeah, but... pissed myself. <laughs> well, but, it's hey, been fun. Yeah, let's get back together one of these times, man. Yeah, I might have you come back on here relatively soon because there was some stuff I'd like to talk about about the moon landing, and I'd also like to do some deep dives eventually on Antarctica. So whatever you got about Antarctica, might do some discussions on that. All right. Yeah, give me a heads up ahead of time because I was all over the fucking map tonight. That's usually how these go when I deal with people. I just kind of go off the rails. That's Yeah, that's how we do it too, man. I think it's better that way, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. I like it to where you never know what's going to happen. So 
when people want to tell me their stories and experiences, they want to write them all out and send me first. I usually don't want to some detail it's about, but I like to listen that way. I not, don't know what to expect. But... Yeah, that's right. Well, again, I appreciate it. Thanks for coming out and talking with me. Thanks, thanks to you, man. Thanks for coming, yeah. and it was great. Had a blast.